0: Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keene, and you are watching and listening to The Brett Keene Show. When you get an opportunity, you can check out my website as well as my international radio station. That's right, folks. I can be heard all over the world, and I'm doing pretty good at that. A lot of people are making comments, doing my surveys, my quizzes, my little pop-ups, all that kind of stuff. Uh, People are able to interact with me, call me on the radio. But there is a little bit of a twins there. One of the things that a lot of people always want to know about is some historical drama that I found myself in a long time ago. We're talking a couple of years. Um, for me, it's long Gone past. It's something I don't even bother with anymore. I like to talk about political stuff, theology, religion, entertainment, movie reviews, uh, the usual kind of stuff that YouTubers do. I got a very interesting slant whenever it comes to the concept of God, which is the reason why the podcast is called God TV Radio. Well, one of the things that a lot of people always ask me is they say, Brad, can you talk about this, 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 and that? And the number one thing that people like to hear about is interactions that I've had with people. They like to know about podcasts I've been on. They like to know about the drama that surrounded some kind of show. Or they want to know about why it is some friendship ended up going sour on the Internet. uh, Something like that. People like soap operas, ladies and gentlemen, and I understand that. My mother used to watch soap operas all the time, the bold and the beautiful, the young and the restless, and she was one of those type of ladies that liked it whenever everybody sat down and watched it along with her. I've seen so much adultery and so many affairs uh, growing up that (laughs) I just, uh, I don't know, but I can tell you this, I don't really care for soap operas. Honestly, the reason why I'm even bothering to answer these questions is because, one, I did tell people that if they asked me about stuff, I'd be more than happy to answer questions. And number two, after watching the show Black Mirror with my daughter and my wife, it's a show that's on Netflix. It's almost like The Twilight Zone, but much more crazier. I got onto my computer... I didn't literally climb up on top of the computer and stand on it and begin dancing, but when I logged into my YouTube account, it told me all I needed now was a 1,000 views in order to be able to uh, monetize my account. Well, I figured what quicker way to do that than talking about the number one thing that a lot of people ask me about. It's what you want, and I want a 1,000 views, so... In order for me to be able to fill out that application and be able to put products and put my t-shirts and all my merchandise, including the books that I've written all over my account, I have to get those views. Now, I could make a bunch of nice videos. I could make a bunch of videos having to do with God and religion and the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made. But unfortunately, YouTube is filled with liberals. It is filled with internet trolls and atheists and all that who don't really give a damn about that topic, and that would take a very long time. That could take months to be able to do it. But in two days flat, I could have a 1,000 views just simply by talking about this topic. So call me. It's not greedy, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just taking the easy way. You understand, right? And it pleases my audience whenever I talk about these things even if the people that are in my audience are just trying to stir up trouble i understand that i get it been around on the internet long enough to be able to know whenever people want trouble and they want to have something that they can go yeah yeah you know that drama is so chewy and tasty it's so delicious so today we're going to talk about ben if you guys want to see a video i did about A small segment between me and the Amazing Atheist that went sour. You can watch the video right before this one. This one's going to be specifically about Ben and maybe a little bit about Billy the Fridge. To be honest with you, I don't really give a, a rat's ass about Billy the Fridge at all. I used to like him whenever he first came out. He kind of reminded me of an obese version of Weird Al Yankovic. He was rapping parodies and doing silly lyrics along with his music. And being that I come from a a, um, musician background myself, I also have been known to do sound engineering uh, for my brother as well as other bands. And I've actually been paid in the past to record other bands and help them get on CDs. And because I'm very good at graphic art, I've also done album covers for people. And I've also helped out with some comic books and all that. So when I seen Billy the Fridge, even though he's about 500 pounds of Unbeautiful, (laughs) I still thought that his music was pretty cool. And I liked uh, the kind of uh, hit that he had going on with his drum beats and all that stuff. And he does have a fairly good rap voice. He's like the Tonka Tonk of Eminem you know, white people rap type of thing. Okay. So one of the big questions that people have is, Brett, you've, uh, you went on that thing several times. According to you, you got paid by the amazing atheist to be a part of a show that took turns making fun of you and insulting you and all that. Um, one of the big questions is, was it worth it? Was it worth getting $1,000 just for sitting for a couple hours listening to people talk shit? Of course it was. It was worth it then, and it would be worth it now. Unfortunately for me, Ben is not like The Amazing Atheist. Although I have made fun of The Amazing Atheist's girth and his size and everything, and I'm not talking about his waistline, (laughs) Um, Ben is not anything like Paul's ego or T.J. Kirk. Ben is the type of guy who talks a lot of shit, but he doesn't ever want to interact with the people that he's trash talking. Um, Notice that since he has been running the Drunken Peasants, he's never once invited me to actually come on the show. But he puts plenty of video footage of me up there, and he has plenty to say, but he doesn't have the balls that TJ Kirk had. T.J. Kirk is a sociopath. He doesn't get emotionally moved by the idea of sitting in the same room with someone who may hate him or don't like him or finds him to be um, a gnarly, gnarly person. That's one thing I got to give respect to T.J. for, as well as Paul, is that those two, they'll actually interact with the very people that they're shit-talking, as where this guy no he's just this guy actually told me a while back while i was on the show he said that he would like to fight me that's right he wanted to fight me he didn't even know who i was he didn't know anything about me all he thought was well him and tj have an issue so that's enough to be able to want to have a violent spat with me well at the time i actually agreed to it i said sure You guys bring some cameras, I'll have some friends bring some cameras, and we'll do it right out in my front yard. Well, surprisingly, ladies and gentlemen, this old boy didn't show up. He never showed up. I had people ready with cameras and all that, but he didn't show up. Apparently, he's just a tough talker on the internet, you know. We see that all the time, though, don't we, folks? We see a lot of Rambo commandos on the keyboard, And people who mouth off all the time, but whenever it's time to put your money up, put your money where your mouth is, well, that's what you're dealing with. So the big question that a lot of people ask is, why did the drunken peasants fall apart? Why did it fail? A lot of people know know the story, but some people are still wondering if it's true. A lot of people say, well, the drunken peasants lost and Brett Keane won. That's true. I won. They took a lot of pop shots at me for a couple of years, but I was finally able to completely and utterly destroy the podcast. I was able to make it to where the amazing atheist and Paul's ego and TJ's brother didn't want to have anything to do with Ben, the guy that's on the left wearing the misfits t-shirt. Now, some of you out there are probably wondering, how is that? How did you make that happen? Well, to be fair and to be honest, I wasn't the one that actually pulled the, um, the the grenade pin on this. It was actually help from his audience, his fans. You see, apparently Ben was very rude to his audience. Um, he didn't want to really talk to the boys or the males that were in his audience. He wanted to mess around with underage girls. He would ignore the guys, and if there were any guys who were fans of his that wanted to talk to him, he was brutal to them. He was rude. He ended up banning a lot of people from their Discord server, and this caused a lot of these young people to be very pissed off and angry and vengeful. Well, they knew that I was running the Discord myself at the time. I don't do Discord anymore. I don't like Discord. But a lot of these young atheists ended up coming to me. And they knew my story. They knew I used to be an atheist. They watched me and probably smoked dope and laughed right along with everybody else while I was being uh, basically uh, insulted repeatedly on the show. But they wanted to get back at Ben. That's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. They weren't doing it because they wanted to help me or because they loved me or they felt bad for all the lies and all the nastiness being told. Basically, it was be a friend of my enemy type of thing to get back at someone that really irritated or aggravated me. That was the thought process that was going through these young people's head. They already knew that I had a a lot of, a lot of heat with the drunken peasants and a lot of people were watching me at the time. So they figured that they would drop the bomb on this guy. What did they do? Well, apparently a lot of these young guys as well as females who this guy was screwing around with they got a hold of pictures of him screwing around with underage girls now according to some of them this guy was supposed to have been married before the drunken peasants even began this guy was in a relationship with a woman and they were supposed to go on to you know make babies a family all that kind of stuff blah 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 well Apparently, when he got popular, dragging along with The Amazing Atheists, the show ended up taking off, especially with me being a guest. This ended up uh, trickling down for Ben and making him popular and making him fairly wealthy in the process. He was making a lot of money through Patreon and donations and all that. And with becoming a rock star and becoming popular on the Internet, also came the girls. Well, Ben didn't have any kind of, like, moral fiber about him. He didn't care if a girl was 13 years old, 12, 10, 15. If he thought that she was cute, then he went for it. And he didn't give a damn about the relationship or have enough respect for the woman that he was with to say no or have any kind of willpower to stop that. Well, while all this was going on... On my Discord server, all these young atheists said, Brett, what's the uh, what's your email? And I said, my email is where it's always been. It's right in my About section on my YouTube channel. You can also find it in my description of every video that I got. You can contact me anytime. I've always been like that, ladies and gentlemen, where anybody at any time can contact me. So they texted me on the phone, and they Googled me a ton of videos where this guy's hanging out with underage girls, the guy on the left, the one with the Misfits t-shirt. They Googled me a bunch of images and everything of him screwing around with underage girls. Now, this was pretty nifty for one, because I'd already accused the TJ of screwing around with underage girls in the past because I caught him on a live broadcast making a pass at younger girls, and I also seen him admit to in front of an atheist community that he had had sexual relations with an underage girl. So TJ was already under a lot of heat for this, and TJ wanted to get as far away from as possible, because surprisingly, apparently, there were some atheists that didn't find that cool. They didn't want it to where, a lot of atheists didn't want it to where it came out that the amazing atheist was a groomer. Or someone who fondled kids. You get what I'm saying? And now suddenly, as TJ was trying to get out of the hot pot of this, his uh, main host, the guy that was running the OBS and the streaming software, the guy who was actually running the show, is now being accused by the audience of the drunken peasants to do things like this. So I did something tricky, ladies and gentlemen. It was tricky. I knew that Ben liked to... When Ben got bored doing his podcast and he realized that people were getting bored, what he would do is he would instantly turn on his streaming program, target my YouTube channel, and then he would play a random video that I have on my, my YouTube channel and then shit talk me. He would talk about the way I look. He'd talk, he would make fun of the way I speak, my accent, all that shit. Well, I knew that sooner or later he was going to get around to doing it because that was his consistent pattern. So I decided to make a completely innocent-sounding video that was that said, "Hello, Ben. How are you? Check this out. You'll love it." So Ben, without even bothering to watch the video first, he decided to click on it, play it, so he could go into one of his riffs, one of his rants, and uh, insulting the piss out of me. <laughs> He didn't know that I put a bunch of pictures of him screwing around with the underage girls and some of his text messages that he did, right? It basically exposed him to the entire world. And now, to make things even better, he was streaming it to his own audience without knowing. But as it continued through, and he went through like two minutes totally stunned and shocked, he suddenly decided that he was going to turn off the entire Drunken Peasant stream And delete the entire episode but it was too late there were already people who copied and recorded they got my video they got his video they got his reaction to it (laughs) and his wife saw it too and when she seen it she dropped his ass as any good intelligent woman would she didn't like the idea that not only was he cheating on her repeatedly but he was also cheating on her with a bunch of little girls He was ready for jail time, folks. This guy was ready to go to prison so he could drop the soap and become somebody's girlfriend. That's how bad it was. Well, TJ didn't want to have nothing to do with that kind of heat. TJ had actually told Ben repeatedly, I don't want to do videos about Brett Keen anymore. I don't want to interact with him. I want to get away from this shit. Brett Keen is starting to get really, really rough now. He's not being the nice Brad King that we all love and cherish. He's starting to get kind of postal down there, and I was. I was willing to do anything uh, to shut their ass down. I told them that I'd had enough, and Ben wouldn't stop is where T.J. was like, "This is this is done, this is the end of it. T.J. wasn't doing that because he felt sorry for me or felt that I was being mistreated, abused, and lied about repeatedly. He didn't give a shit about any of that. What he cared about is that he knew that I had basically drawn the gauntlet. I said, all right, you won't stop. You won't leave me alone. It was fun at first, but you guys keep on. So now somebody's got to be punished. And that's exactly what happened. The amazing atheist fired Ben and took Paul's ego and his autistic brother, Scotty, with him to go on to do Deep Fat Fried. I had always said, if you all remember, that once TJ leaves the drunken peasants and goes and does his own thing, that's where the talent goes. Remember, I used to say that. I bet a hundred bucks that if TJ ever leaves or stops being on the podcast, it would fall apart, it would die. And ever since TJ left, ever since I blew this up in front of the world, Ben has not been able to break over 10,000 views on any of his podcasts. His shows went from getting over 500,000 views to not breaking 10,000 views. He's not making the same type of money anymore. He's not doing anything. It's dead. It's so dead that he had to find some other host, and he ended up finding this user over here called Billy the Fridge, and he ended up getting Pimp Monk X, who can barely stay awake during any of the podcasts. It's over for Ben. That's one of the reasons why you don't see me making a lot of videos or talking about it a lot on the radio, because I figured, you know, I'm not going to kick a guy while he's down. They made their move. They tried to hit me with everything they could. And in the end, they lost. They failed. And I was more than happy to assist them in that. So I hope you all enjoyed this. I hope I answered your questions. If not, if you have any more questions, you're welcome to go to my radio station or simply ask me in the comments to answer anything about anything having to do with drama. It's going to be one of those months, ladies and gentlemen, where I'm willing to do whatever it takes to be able to get my channel to where it's got to go. If it turns out that my channel ends up getting wiped, then so what? Who cares? I've been, I've been in, on that train a hundred times, ladies and gentlemen, but I'd like to give it a shot. If it doesn't work out for me, then so be it. I've already got a beautiful family. I've got a great life, and whether YouTube exists or not for me, it doesn't matter. I don't give a shit anymore. So that's where we're at. God bless. Have a wonderful day. Ask me anything you like, ladies and gentlemen.